0: The
1: Touchdown! Fry, Fogle, again! Basketball team got you feeling good? Well, let's make you feel bad again. This is the LEO Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Bragg. You can find me on Twitter. It's at Braggly, B-R-A-G-G-L-E-Y. B-R-A-G-G-L-E-Y. I'm here as always with Brandon. You can find him on Twitter. It's at Brandon
0: Dubich. Brandon spelled traditionally Dubich, D-U-B-I-C-H. Brandon, what's up? Uh, I, I don't know what you're talking about. I turned the game off when it was, it, it ended 7-3, right? Like we won? Yes. Good. Yes. This pod's going to be fun then. That was a super fun time. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: And he's been warned. I mean, he's late and we don't really care to start this without him or start with him anyway. And with him, what I mean is uh, producer Seth, you can block him on Twitter. It's at say top five S E T A H five. He is unbearable right now with his Purdue Boilermakers being a completely overrated mess um, in basketball and winning the JV division of the big 10 in football um, through a back. They are going to get crushed. I I can only hope. Uh, Here's my two
0: to three. I think
1: think we'll talk about it. We'll do a prediction at the end. We weren't going to do this, but we'll do it. We'll do it at the end. And it's going to make Seth so mad. And we're going to be really wrong, probably. (laughs) Because I'm assuming that they sell the place out. And it's going to be a hell of an atmosphere downtown. But, um, okay. So, yeah, there we go. Um, Final score from Saturday. Brandon, believe it or not, it was Purdue 30, Indiana 16 that might be the if you didn't watch the game you're like
0: man Purdue dominated
1: what what a good so, win
0: so michael you're 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 being honest what i prefer you do is we just gaslight everyone saying we won 7 to 3 we did and we won 7 to 3 and we won the bucket and we're going the offseason with a ton of momentum yeah and so
1: had the absolutely awful thing unthinkable thing not happened Final score is IU 20 something Purdue teens. You think
0: 20? I think it probably ends up being ex- 20 to 17. Us, you think it gets that 23 close? 17?
1: I'm not sure. We even get... I don't, dude, the way that they were driving again. I mean, I don't know. All right, we'll, we'll talk about it here in a little bit. Uh, we won't spend a whole lot of time on the depressing stuff, uh, but real quick, we'll get through. Some of the transfer news that's come out over the last couple of days, we are three days late. Um, we can blame a couple different things. Um, we can blame me being sick, which never, ever, ever happens. Um, we can blame that being on like an actual bug that's going around or on pure depression. Uh, we can blame. Oh yeah. Them. Because
0: how the Colts game go.
1: It not. Well, also, uh, fell asleep during that one at the end too so um and it was a lot worse before i fell asleep so that's kind of glad i didn't stay up for that last or whatever matt ryan did or bad clock management or
0: whatever happened jeff saturday went from goat to terrible i mean he doesn't have a lot to work with at a quarterback position
1: so it's kind of kind of tough oh wait
0: wait you can blame one coach For not having a quarterback, but you can't blame another coach. No, no, no. The
1: other coach was bad. The other coach was just bad. And this coach is fine. I mean, he's not even a real coach. He's just there. He's just there. Um, I
0: I was doing a Jeff Saturday, Tom Allen comparison. You were doing a Jeff Saturday, Frank Wright Wright comparison. comparison. Yes, because everyone wants to rip Tom Allen. But when he's had a quarterback, the team has beat Michigan State and was beating Purdue. Yeah. When Tom Allen doesn't have a quarterback, he loses the Purdue loses mm-hmm. to Nebraska loses mm-hmm. the Rutgers. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like when you have a quarterback, it's weird, right? Good things happen. And when you don't have a quarterback, bad things happen. Bad things
1: happen. Yes. Ooh, I, um, there go. <laughs> so and we can, we can start talking about him like that now. Cause he's Bob was a January 1st. He's mm. no longer part of the program. So, um, that being Connor Basilak, Basilak. And then this is got... horrible. This is an
0: IU pod. This is an IU pod that's L E O. I'll right. never be happier than a player leaving my team than I will that Connor Basilak is leaving. Well he'll get I've a sat... chance
1: to he'll get a chance to start again, which is good.
0: I've sat through what Todd Haley at the Steelers. Um trying to think of IU players I was happy to see go. I I literally can't think of any because it's just all Baz, um.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I think that's pretty
0: accurate. Seth Seth, Seth early Brando's Randos was he the worst quarterback you played all the year?
1: No, they played in the, they played Northwestern.
0: Yeah, whose the quarterback Nebraska- was better, Baz or the Northwestern quarterback? Baz by a hair.
1: Yeah. He might be able to transfer to Northwestern and start. Like that's how that's how bad that quarterback is. That dude is bad, bad. Um, you know, some other transfer news. Who else? Lim Watley. Um, Lim Watley Neely's transfer portal, your boy
0: Charles Campbell transfer portal. Um My boy, dude, yeah. my boy fluttered. Yeah. Yeah, that like, was a sputtered, not fluttered. Fluttered yeah. would have been like, oh, congratulations, you're learning to fly. But no, he sputtered, as in, "Oh, he's falling out of the sky." Mm-hmm. Uh, so, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, okay, cool. Are we? But, gonna but to... again,
0: if Seth, if Seth, Seth wasn't here, Seth, I don't know if you knew this, but IU won seven to three. So, um, that's how the game went. I, IU I, won I don't buy it. it. That's I'm when, when, <laughs> when
1: everybody had full strength teams. Yep. IU was winning, possibly fourteen to three um okay you know had if we you're not... gonna count
2: all the uh injuries all off season again let me know i'll get okay, the tracker I'm not, out
1: i'm not okay. i'm not doing that not doing that just talking about the dude that was tearing you guys apart um <laughs> cool so uh i don't know if you want to stick to normal
0: uh i think we do not. just okay. just because it keeps us on target right like mm-hmm. We we can go on whatever tangents, but let's at least have some structure. So this isn't a three hour pod.
1: Yeah, let's do it now. Remember, this is just for the game. This is not for the season. We will do some sort of season recap, um, maybe next week or maybe uh, yeah, next Wednesday after. So, um, okay. So we do what went right, what went wrong, stocks up, stocks down, and then we'll uh, we don't need to revisit predictions. Nobody was really close. I don't think maybe Seth was close. Um, but it doesn't, I don't, I mean, come on. It it wasn't fair. We had to play with bats. So, um, okay, what went right, Brandon?
0: Time of possession, penalties, mm-hmm. rushing. Remember when we couldn't rush for 25 yards? Now we can mm-hmm. just rush for 200 easily. It's mm-hmm. like an offensive line coach mattered. Like That's a weird. little bit. Like weird that when, you know, a manager is able to make an executive decision and put someone good in place. Good things happen. So, yeah, I mean, time of possession, penalties and rushing. Um, And then, you know, when when we were at full strength, we went three for three on fourth down. Um, So that play calling was nice when when you had your full arsenal. So that's what I had. That's what I arsenal. Nice. Um, That's what I have on my agenda are those four things. You know, I'm I'm just going
1: to do this. I'm going to
0: tangent a little bit,
1: but it sticks with the what went right. You talked about it. It's amazing what happens when you have a a good offensive line coach, right? I think this ties back to something we were going to talk about a little bit earlier before we actually got back on track, which was, isn't it funny how good a bad offense can look when you have the right pieces in place? when you have a quarterback that can run the actual offense or run the ball in general, or make plays with his feet at all, it's completely different. And now just imagine that with him throwing the football at some point, which he was going to do. Um, and it, it just stinks that we didn't get to see, uh, another full game from him and and see what he could do and him being in deck. So I'm going to say one win right. I think, um, you know obviously the the first quarter really was was great until you know the worst thing ever happened so uh we're not going to ask Seth on this one brandon what went wrong
0: um everything after 7 to 3 mm-hmm. um i mean i don't I, the defense was good. The Defense played well, I guess. They gave but... up
1: 23 points, Brandon. In the Big Ten, if you give up 23 points, that's not half
0: bad. I mean, I, I, I don't know. Everything went wrong. I mean, yeah. uh, the, the 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 tide changed. The entire stadium just went. Mm-hmm. So
1: let me read off. And that's some... all I
0: really got to say about that.
1: <laughs> let me read off some, some things here real quick. Um, you know, as sent, after Dex goes down, these you get a touchdown on the first drive, and then you get um, a drive where they're going 15 plays, 48 yards, um, and then he gets injured. You got a missed field goal, and then punt, and then end of half, and then punt, and then punt, and then a missed field goal, and then a made field goal, and then downs, downs, pick six, and then the uh, the late meaningless touchdown, but. You know, I guess if anything went da- went wrong, um, outside of the obvious, I would say the amount of drives, even the punt, uh, the th- third drive was it was a thirteen play fifty yard drive. You get down inside the Purdue forty, and and have to punt. You know because of you know you give up a, a completion to AJ Barner for a yard. You get the Connor Basilak, uh fumble, and then you get. Uh, a, a small throw to Jalen Lucas for three yards on third and eleven. I mean, just the, what happens? I mean, it's all it's all based around decks going down. So it's hard to it's hard to pinpoint everything on on one person or or one scheme or anything like that or individual play calls because it was all set up for decks and it, and it was working. So um, I don't have really anything else to say that went
0: wrong. I mean, as I said, you you kept
1: you know Aiden had a good game
0: care what seth says or is going to say, He's not gonna say iu anything. wins this game with dexter williams 100, well he like, knows that i think they win this game with dexter williams i think it's still close i think it's still a one possession game
1: he'll he'll say the same thing i'd give you that yeah yeah it just stinks man because he was he was running that offense perfect and it was all going well um another i mean you, you shouted out to the to the guys on the on the running back group. Um, I just want to give some individual numbers and in, in yards per carry. I mean, Sean Shivers was worst of the bunch at 3.6. And for him on the season, that's that's an acceptable average. You've got Josh Henderson at five point seven a clip, and then obviously Jalen Lucas, who maybe skewed a little bit, just nine carries, but eleven yards per carry, long as seventy one, big touchdown at the beginning of the game. Um, yeah, just you know, it's always something. Right, Brandon?
0: I mean, I don't know who put a curse on this program, but when is the last time we went a season without injury at quarterback? It's been half a decade.
1: It's been, it's been, I mean, Sudfeld would get hurt, Lego would get hurt, Pinnock's got hurt a lot, obviously.
0: Ramsey's the only guy that didn't. Yeah. Tuttle got hurt he got hurt but then he Williams played through Williams Williams got hurt. I think if you went back, our last ten quarterbacks have had season ending or eighty percent eight of our last ten quarterbacks have had season ending injuries.
1: I wonder if Ben Chapel's not the last one to play a full that, that was the season. first
2: name that popped up in my head.
1: He played like, twelve
2: games in
1: two thousand and nine and two thousand ten. Um, that is he, incredibly if he's not the
0: bad luck. Like injuries happen, sure, but to have your quarterback go down that many times and that many quarterbacks is just yeah. like the odds. Like you'd win the Powerball twice with those odds. It's just
1: crazy, man. And then I mean the it's... next quarterbacks were Edward Wright Baker, Trey wrote Trey Roberson, who we knew he got hurt yep. a lot. Um. So you went pretty much from Roberson and then that mix to Sudfeld. So yeah, I think Ben Chapel is the last one to play a full twelve game season. Well, I don't.
0: Peyton didn't miss any
1: like loses. Peyton season. didn't start for twelve games. I'm talking about starting the season and going all the way through. So, and did Ramsey? Because Ramsey never started any of those seasons. But nobody, wants, no. to talk about 2018, this, nobody no.
0: wants to talk about this. Nobody wants to talk about this. They just want to talk about, oh, we don't have the facilities. We don't have the money. Sports, sometimes sports is just luck. I mean, are those other things true? It's sure. The prevailing factor is IU doesn't have a quarterback. And it isn't because IU doesn't have a quarterback, they haven't been able to keep a quarterback healthy. And that is just luck. And it's just horrendous, horrendous luck.
1: I'm going to shut down real quick before he starts. Any other avenues could be, well, they haven't had a good offensive line. Well, there have been literally since 2011. There have been multiple first team all-American offensive linemen on that on the roster. They've had really good wide receivers. I know all-Americans. They've had uh, a, one of the greatest running backs statistically in NCAA history. They've had like incredible offensive coordinators, it's just all pure luck. Seth?
2: No, I mean, I was going to say I can I can foresee a world in which the offensive line is to blame for the quarterback issues. I can see a world where the offensive coordinator is to, at fault. Um, but to have it year after year with the positional transitions, with the coaching transitions, I mean, at some point,
0: do we throw out the cursed word? I mean I already did. I did 5 minutes okay. ago. Okay. I did well, I, was slow. I was slow. Some tonight. gypsy curse is on IU and it's it literally doesn't make any sense.
1: Well, here's the hot all. topic, Brandon. How long has it been since we've we've had turf and field turf since I can remember at IU. But that obviously didn't affect Ben Chapel, but the newest field turf was put in in twenty eighteen, and then before yeah. that,
0: they did some other well, stuff. Yeah, before but that, so, so. Penix slipped on turf at Maryland. Tuttle's collarbone got crushed. Yeah, right. The turf, sure, you can chalk up Dexter's. Um, well, not Mike Penix's. Penix's was at IU
1: on the sideline. No, that was,
0: that was at Maryland.
1: I'll fight you on it. It was that IU. Don't do it. You're going to look it up. You can look it up. They were wearing the
0: army jerk, like the military I think it was jerseys. at Maryland, man. I think it was, it was at Maryland. You, um, you want me to look it up? I'll look it up. Henix's clavicle wasn't on the turf. That was on our turf,
1: but it wasn't. It was,
0: yeah. So, I mean, sure, you can chalk up maybe 30% of them to the turf, but like, I'm not blaming the turf monster. I'd rather blame a witch curse, um, because as we know, witches and football are a thing. I mean, you have Aaron Rodgers in Blue Earth, you have Tom Brady's ex girlfriend Giselle, um, so witches are prevalent in a witch? football. Giselle's one hundred percent a witch. Okay, um, like a good witch, like she's like a Stevie Nicks, like I only do it for like energy and like not like oh sp- gotcha. not like a spooky witch. Gotcha. Um like blue blue of earth is like a legit spooky witch. Gotcha. Um but yeah, I mean witches in football are apparently a thing. So, um some some witch put a curse on Indiana and that's that's the story and I'm sticking to it. But it doesn't matter cuz we won the bucket game 7-3.
1: <laughs> yes. Uh by the way, it was at IU in 2020. IU I still, Maryland. I still don't believe them. Oh, it's just the internet doesn't lie. So um, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Stock up, stock down for the game. Uh, stock up on offense.
0: I uh, Jalen Lucas is an absolute monster. He is um, ridiculous. Like, even if he transfers, he's not going to transfer. Stop it. We like lock him. We just don't let him. We just kidnap him. Mm-hmm. Like, you ever seen the movie Celtic Pride? Yeah. That's what I'm doing. I'm just kidnapping Jalen Lucas. Like, you, uh, you
1: without the illegal, like. Stuff, but yeah, that's fine. Uh um, well I'm pretty sure the kid-
2: is... kidnapping is illegal. Just let's just not left. let's
1: just not pile stuff on top of each other. One charge is enough. <laughs> um, yeah, stock up offense. Uh, I'm gonna I'll go the you know what? I'm not gonna give them because of the sacks, so I don't want to hear about the sack. How many sacks we give up? Three. I'm gonna go offensive line. It's just strictly hard for not running. to give
0: up a sack to a statue.
1: True. Just simply for run blocking, um, you know. As I said, twenty-five carries, two hundred and six yards on the day. Um, I'm sorry, that was receiving. Forty-four carries, two hundred and fifteen yards um, rushing, and that includes Bass's five carries for negative thirteen yards. Um, so I, every everybody looked crisp. There were holes. Um, it, it was it was good to see. Definitely, they've had a good end to the season. The last two days, the last two games.
2: Seth, Jalen Lucas was the only answer. Okay, all
0: right. Defense. Um, he didn't play well, but we're talking about stock up, and you could see it's starting to click for Caden Turner. I think in an ideal world he got a red shirt, but I think he is going to play significant snaps next year and the rest of his career. Um, so I'm going to say stock up Caden Turner for just getting game reps. Caden Turner um, can red shirt, by the way. That was his fourth game. He's ooh, only in amazing, four games. amazing news. Like, if we can get four more years of that kid, um, he may turn into uh, Seth's favorite non-Purdue player, which is Max <laughs> Um I'm going to go
1: DeMarcus Elliott. I know that we've kind of pooed on him a couple times in this this podcast. Um, I thought he had a good finish to the season and in a pretty decent game uh, on Saturday. Is so that Alfred Bryant? He had two Alfred Bryant had a good game as well. I was going to save that one. That was mine. No. I'm there not you giving go. the Purdue fan any credit. Oh, He's picking, <laughs> so that's good. Um, do we need to do offensive stock down? No. Because it's pretty Everyone obvious. Everyone knows this. Yeah, yeah because I thought everybody else on offense played pretty well. I thought the receivers were pretty good. Um, didn't see a lot of drops or anything. Um, trying to think here. I mean, Barner even had a few catches. Obama Who is McCall catches. Ray? Uh, is it? Let me look at him here. I think a he's water. a walk on. Has to. Be. Let me look at him. McCall Ray. He's a transfer. Oh, goodness. Let me... I'll look him up. I'll look him up here.
0: Got a question for you. Early Brando's Randos. Actually, I don't really even have any Brando's Randos because I figured there was just be organic. Was there any thought, I know not on the offensive staff, but in years, that we just plugged Donovan McCulley in at quarterback and run the two passes offense that we ran at Michigan State? I thought that's what was going to happen. I but... wanted that. I was screaming. I was at Kilroy's downtown screaming, put McCulley in.
1: So I... I just now am piecing this together on why this didn't happen. Obviously, um, he probably doesn't know it. You know, this is a new offensive coordinator. So for him, he played while, quarterback for
0: four years. I know it's different, but he, he played quarterback totally four different. years in high school. And he played quarterback last year at IU. Different coordinator. I different know. Different coordinator, different playbook.
1: You got it. So just, just put yourself in it. You know how football coaches are, Brandon. They're very like, what's going to give me the best percentage? What's going to do this? So the best percentage. A running
0: quarterback.
1: Exactly. But they don't have another one that knows the playbook. Maybe Soresby. But would you feel better about Soresby or? or Baz? No,
0: I mean, you got to put Soresby was totally out of his element in yeah. that Penn State game. Just, he
1: just wasn't ready. And he probably wasn't ready for this game either. Uh, McCall's been on the team since um 2020. He... Yeah, he's been on the team for a while. He appeared in five games last year. Um, and appeared in five games this year. So on special teams. He's just a uh just a wide receiver out of Bedford. One of uh Seth's favorite high schools, actually. So there you go. Stock down. Stock oh yeah, stock down offense we already
0: did, stock down defense. Um I don't know. I mean, we didn't get any turnovers. That sucked. Oh <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. It wasn't that wasn't
1: ideal. No. Um, I was gonna go, and I I hate to do this, but I was gonna go to son Macola. Thought
0: he was completely shut irrelevant. out. Yeah, yeah, just completely irrelevant in this game. So I had I had a bunch of buddies. I had. Four buddies in town um, that came for the Colts Steelers game, and like all before, I was like, "You got to watch zero. Like zero should like he could he should be playing in a New Year's Six Bowl. He could be playing on any of the playoff teams." And he, everyone was like, "What? He's just getting blocked. He's five yards away from the play. Um, He fell down. Um, He got burnt over the middle on a slant. Um, Yeah, it was by far his worst game, but." Um, is what yeah. it is. There you go. Um, cool. Seth, have you ever done that, Michael? Have you ever like hyped up a guy yeah, to your I do buddies it all the time? And then the, time. the guy isn't good, and you're like, Yeah, yeah but he, you are normally pretty good. You, you know, he's still a good player.
1: Yeah. Yeah. All the time. Seth,
2: man, I had you guys struggled against the run outside of Alfred Bryant. You couldn't get sacks. I mean, I think that the defensive line has been a contentious point of disappointment throughout most of the season. And it definitely played a factor again last Saturday.
1: Yeah, I, gotta, I, will, I, will, more reiterate, I will reiterate this again. Uh, as bad as they may have played, maybe not even statistic. I guess kind of statistically, they played pretty bad. They held Purdue offensively to 23 points.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's good enough to win to win a game like that is good enough to win this game. Uh, And it's just, just inexcusable quarterback plays. I also,
0: I also did that. I have probably a handful of North Carolina friends, including my brother-in-law. And I also um, put the jinx on uh, Malik renew last night. I did the same exact thing. Like you gotta watch this, this freshman. He's so good. And then he has his worst game of the year. So I'm going to quit hyping up. (laughs) freshman players because um apparently i curse them well yeah I'm not don't a witch. talk
1: about my boy I'm, please don't talk I'm about not, jhs ever I'm not a witch uh, I'm, i did hype up jhs yesterday and he was bawling. so knows. very good player uh and i think renews a pretty good player i don't i'm still out on that a little bit but we'll see i mean he made moves he just couldn't finish around the rim okay back to our podcast uh you know who then, else it, couldn't finish fucking chucky that wasn't. He didn't lose the game. He didn't lose the game. He it hurt, but he didn't lose the game. Uh, super quick word for the last time on the 2022 season uh, from our sponsor, Monon Track Club. MTC is Indiana's running brand, built on a deep love for the sport in the Hoosier State. They craft products, tell stories, and create experiences that aim to support and add to Indiana's running culture. Check out the link in the show notes. I've been doing that pretty consistently. I'm getting good at some of the things that I do uh, on this thing and to shop their sick gear from shirts to hoodies to koozies as a thank you to our listeners. They're offering 10% off your order. LEO 10 at checkout LEO one zero, get your significant other some running gear. Nothing says Merry Christmas. And I love you more than a shirt that is suggesting that they go outside and exercise use the code leo one zero at checkout leo 10 you know as i said seth's giving me the face but you know what would your significant other like to open a vacuum or a nice gift pack from monon track club get a shirt you can get a hoodie you can get a hat you can get koozies you can get stickers you get all of it and you can get it all for 10 percent off now back to the show Predictions, blah, 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 blah. It doesn't matter. Mine would have been fine had Dexter not got hurt. Uh, Brandon, do you have any other
0: questions you want to throw out? I do. I got a a big one. This is a massive one. Please don't talk about the turf. Um, I'm like talking about the turf. So we won two more games. Mm -hmm. We doubled our win total. Why do I feel worse going into this offseason than I do last year? And I feel worse. Because we don't have the recruiting class. We won't have the returning seniors. And I think the negativity around the program is worse.
1: Okay. So I'm going to stop you. Uh, one, we knew going into, and I, and this should help. I'm going to calm you, I guess. Uh, one thing to start to hang your hat on is you figured out the offense. We figured out, you figured out the offense. You've seen what it looks like whenever you have, a semi, I don't, I really don't. And we love Dexter. Everybody knows this love Dexter. I don't think Dexter's the answer. I think you need somebody that can consistently throw the ball and offer that running threat. So I think you'll see us go get a dual threat quarterback from somewhere that in the transfer market um, that will make an immediate impact next year. So you, you've seen what the offense will look like. Um, as far as the recruiting class goes, we knew this coming in, that it would be It would be a meat and potatoes recruiting class and not and way less of the Jalen Lucas, you know, Jacques Smith type recruiting class. It would be offensive linemen, defensive linemen, linebackers, maybe a couple DBs. You know, it'll be the it'll be the big uglies and the people that you're like, man, a bunch of three stars. But you know, you don't really get a bunch of four or five star offensive guards and you know, things like that. So that's okay. Do I feel like the momentum's? I don't think the momentum's. It definitely. It's no worse than it was last offseason. Um, it can get better. I th- I, I so, really do. So we talked- I
0: think so. I don't feel like the negativity was on Tom Allen. It was on the offensive coordinator. It was on the offensive line coach. It was on the president of the university. Well, now it's on the athletic director of the university more than it is on Tom Allen, I would think. Well, I've went off on Scott Dolson. We don't need to do that again. I do think Scott Dolson is more responsible than Tom Allen. Um, Tom, Tom Allen is definitely not absolute of blame, um, but uh, Scott Dolson is my enemy, number one. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but yeah, I, I felt like I felt like the tides hadn't turned, and I've talked about this before, I don't know how Tom Allen gets out of Tom Crean arena for IU fans. Like, I just feel like, you know, you know, the, I made this comparison after way too many beverages because I, I still like Tom Allen. I'm still on the Tom Allen train, but I'm like, you know, that scene in step brothers where Seth Rogen's like, well, now the tuxedos are a little messed up. <laughs> um, That's that. I think that is how Tom Allen's raw rawness has gotten to some fans they're like they you know they loved it in 2019 loved it in 2020 and and now three seasons later um or two seasons later you know now they're like that's that's kind of weird like we we don't like this anymore um what is that like uh, ketchup and onions onions uh, and ketchup um but uh but yeah, all right. So, so you're feeling better. You feel better at four and nine and, well, I mean, or four and yeah. ten, and and going into that because you're going in against two wins against uh, Big Ten teams. You're going in with two wins against rivalries. Um, you know, we would have beat Purdue. We didn't say that last year playing with Grant Grimel. So, I I can be sold about this being an improvement. But let me, let me
1: give you, let me give you this. If they go out and get, and I think it'll happen sooner rather than later, unless they know of somebody that's waiting for their season to end. If they go out and get a fairly exciting, experienced, or even non-experienced, just a prospect you've even heard of that is transferring from another school at the quarterback position. How much better does that make you feel? Let's say they go out and get, and, and Seth, you may have to help me. Let's say they go out and get the kid from uh Georgia Tech, just to throw a name out. What is that? So, does that not help you? Like, does that not help you feel better about the setup for next season with Cam Camper coming back? Hopefully, um, Jalen Lucas, Josh Henderson.
0: I'm uh, so I sat on this pod. What six months ago, seven months ago, however long it was. When they announced, when they announced, I guess they didn't announce Baz the starter until game one. But like, I'm not letting myself get worked up about a transfer quarterback again. Okay, because right. Seth, Seth was on here trying to bring me down to reality. He tried, you know, I was I was up in the air, floating in the clouds, thinking Baz was going to bring us to a seven and five season. And Seth just kept going, you know, trying to grab me, trying to pull me back down. Um, so you know, fool me once, shame on you. Fool you know, fool me twice, shame on me. Not gonna get, uh, not gonna get fooled twice. I'm just not.
1: There was one other thing I wanted to say, and I and I don't want to forget it. And then we'll let Seth talk. I think a little bit. Um, so your expectations, I guess, for so where you, what you expect out of Tom Allen or or IU football every season, which for me, we all know nine, ten wins, Rose Bowl, maybe eleven wins, Rose Bowl, like whatever, it's not a big deal. Um, so but the perfect question and perfect analogy, maybe perfect analogy that I was just, I just heard today was, you know, I was listening to kind of a breakdown of the U S men's soccer team with, um, an English pundit on this podcast. And he asked, he goes, realistically, what, what are your expectations? Like, did you, are you happy with getting out of the group or do you guys really think you can go win the whole thing? And it's just like, what is everybody's expectations for IU football? They won two games in 2021. You know, we've talked about the injuries a thousand times. They won four games. And had they, you know, had we been able to do something or just now we can talk about the whole Tom not putting in Dexter before now and blah, 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 blah. Who knows? Maybe we will. We'll ready. talk about
0: all of that in the offseason. Like we'll have a pod dedicated to each one of those. But let's just stick to what we what we're
1: doing now. OK, right. Yeah. Probably should have beaten Rutgers should have beat Maryland. There's six wins, right? If you don't want to take one of those two, you can take Nebraska. There's six wins, maybe seven wins with a win at the time, as of three weeks ago against Illinois, which was an incredible, turning out to be an incredible win. Now, not now it's just, meh, you know, whatever. Um, but you've got talent on the team. You've got talent coming back from injuries. Um, You know, we were, we had another disappointing year from DJ Matthews. I mean, there's just a lot of things that didn't work out right that, you know, you can, this is the great thing about the transfer market is you can hit the reset button again, try to find the right quarterback. And when you do that, it's going to make a huge difference with this team. You've already seen it in a very short sample size. So I think you need to be excited. I'm not excited, excited yet. We'll see what happens. But I don't think that there's I don't think there's nearly as bad of a feeling around this as if we would have lost Michigan State and Purdue to finish the season.
0: All right, that's all I got.
2: All right. So my first question is, uh, and there's two routes to go in the quarterback market uh, we talk about transfers. You have the kind of the guys who need a change of scenery who may not have played before. Um, who are maybe high prospects. I'm thinking of a guy from Ole Miss, Yeah. I yes, think he yes, was like yes, a four-star yes. guy, but hasn't played. Um, or would you rather – and I'm not going for specific names here. I'm going more of just kind of what kind of brand would you be looking for. Or somebody like um, – there's a couple of kids from Tulsa who are transferring out who have who are at a lower tier but have had you know at least a fair amount of success um, and are looking for a bigger – landing spot to showcase their talent. Um which would you rather go for the high the high prospect who hasn't gotten on the field yet or um kind of I don't want to say a vagabond, but kind of a a proven talent somewhere else who needs a bigger, bigger pond to fish in. I want the Will Levis of transfer quarterbacks. That's who
1: I want to answer your question. So somebody that's leaving because he knows he's not going to get on the field. So well, I'm Cade, just looking Cade at Mac- some of what these what about please.
0: Cade McNamara?
1: I would take McNamara. I would take McNamara. I think he's a good quarterback. Um just looking through some of the quarterbacks that are in here right now and there's a new one here Chance Nolan from Oregon State. He's not what we need. I don't think. We no, have like to oh, what,
2: Hudson be. Hudson Card from Texas is another yes. one. Yes.
1: Yep. Yep. These kids now if they now I think we've learned our lesson. We've seen, you know, we should have listened to Seth. I cannot believe I just said that. With Connor Bazalak thinking, you know, how about Alex Padilla from Iowa? That's somebody that's had experience in a bad offense. Um, Pro style quarterback. He runs a little bit, though, doesn't he, Seth?
2: Yeah, but he's like 5'11", 185 pounds.
1: Yeah, so he's not, you know, that crazy. He's not a he's pocket
2: got- passer, but he's not a true rushing threat, so but he Luke, does a little bit of everything.
1: Luke Altmeyer, you've got the kid from, what about the kid, Paul Tyson from Arizona State? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not looking at any of these
0: at anything. Can you other than imagine all. if we had gotten bone necks?
2: Yeah. Geez, so, dude. No, I, I do think Jeff Sims out of Georgia Tech makes the most sense. He has a lot of dual threat capabilities. He's a really good passer. He started for, I think, three years at Georgia Tech, so he has tons of experience in the ACC. I, I think he wants to go somewhere that it's a lot bigger than IU though. That's my guess. Yeah.
1: yeah, I don't yeah, I don't know how that's gonna work. And I'm looking at Jeff Sims' profile right now, his recruiting profile. So a four star quarterback coming out of high school in 2019 or the 2020 class. 6'3 205 dual threat. Um, I don't know if IU was involved at all with the recruiting. They were not. Um I mean, some bigger offers for him. So yeah, I I don't know if that's an option. Maybe we'll get into it. I think once we get a little bit more, um, a little bit more movement in the in the market, and we kind of see like what's happening. But, um, yeah. To answer your question, I think I would.
2: Hmm.
0: I want the I want the proved like too. I want the guy that either left because of a coaching change or something like that, or a guy that got wally pipped. You know, like. Oh, you know, I got injured and then and then someone else came in. Um, That's what I want.
1: See, I don't want that. I don't want that because that reminds me too much of Baz. That's what that I mean, I'm not saying, but I don't think Baz. Baz just got beat, right, Seth? Yeah. Yeah. What I what I would want is. So Cade McNamara
0: got beat. I mean, Cade McNamara's situation at Michigan is the same exact same exact thing.
1: That's with a massive recruit that everybody knew at some point was going to take him out um what i would want and and i i mean this and i guess the best way possible is somebody like a like a will nevis transfer where you're a high recruit that was brought in but you're, um, stuck imagine, if you're in. imagine if we oh, had adrian martinez
0: imagine if adrian martinez transferred in this year he would have been great
1: it's just i i don't this is just the the thing that happens and i've made the excuse probably four or five times on these pods we got the quarterback before we got the coordinator and it didn't fit, but you're stuck with it. So there you go. All right, Seth, anything else? If not, let's wrap this up.
2: I got one last one and it's, uh, we're getting into Christmas season. Let's uh, play Santa Claus here. Okay. What are you, what are you getting yourself for the IU football team for Christmas?
1: What am I getting my, the IU football team?
2: Yeah. Like a new offensive Well, I, I don't think the offensive coordinator is going anywhere. Yeah. No, um, no. but you know, um, Obviously, outside of a new shiny quarterback, what's the one? What's the one IU wish list? IU football team wish list that you have? A great Maybe question. Scott a- Dolson extending the first strings a little bit, you know,
1: somewhere along those well, lines. That that I mean, realistic, I guess, would be probably also one of the factors here. I'm just, so, I'll I mean, just go. So we, a,
0: J- I have mine. Jalen Lucas stays. Okay. All right. That's what or I was going to d- say. Or, That's or, what or, I was trying or, to. D- I was gonna say, are you
2: more interested in keeping somebody, yes. or attracting somebody?
0: No, no. J- Jalen Lucas, I mean, he's not a program changer. But really? how many, how many, how many games, like, did he change because of what he did? Let me ask you right? this
1: question: Was Rondell Moore a program changer? Yes, he was, wasn't he? Yes. And who can you compare? Look at him. Wait, we, they, they, they held him back. And then you see the last couple of games where he's actually allowed to handle the ball and do things. He looks incredible, yep. and I mean Purdue was kicking; they wouldn't even get anywhere close to him on kickoffs, and and they were the only team that figured it out. I don't know why it took everybody else so long to figure it out, but um, the dude is dynamic. He's a game changer, and the only other player we have that's like that, outside of the quarterback position, I guess, is. Is Deshaun McCullough. So, just to be boring, I guess I'll just keeping Deshaun McCullough would be my answer. Because uh, he's the one a... that scares me the most, with his dad being gone, his brother leaving, or what? His brother
0: I, I got a question. Changing all that stuff. I got a question. His brother Dea. I I. Yeah, you're going to do the fickle thing, aren't you? Yeah. Yes. Does he go to Wisconsin? Does, Does he, he go, go to, to Notre, Notre Dame? Dame? Does he go to IU, where he was already committed?
1: I, I bet you Tom's on the horn hard. I bet you.
0: Um, I don't I know. Think, that would
1: be huge, dude.
0: Especially all the secondary. I mean, players we lose. We lose. He, um, he walks right in,
1: plays with, with yep. Treyvel Mullen. I mean.
0: Stingetti. Every...
1: <sighs> Jonathan Haynes. Yeah. Well, Haynes is gone, I think. But... Um, yeah, no, that would be that would be huge too. But okay, we can dream, we can dream. But we'll we'll keep this this pod wrapped up. Nobody's gonna listen to it because they don't want to listen to depressing stuff after the basketball game yesterday. So we won
0: well, seven to three. Everyone, Just that's if true. Anyone asks you how this game happened? It went. We won seven to three, and we won the bucket.
1: Dominated the first quarter, and that's it's really not
0: gaslighting best. if it's true. This it true. So. This
2: is coming against the sixth greatest days in Purdue sports history. Which you yes. will
0: all. And let's do a prediction. No, before Seth came on, we were oh, doing a prediction That's right. That's right. for the Big Ten championship. Okay. Let me do it. 40. Let's do oh. it. I'm going to change my prediction slightly.
1: I'm going to get a prediction. So you go ahead and do yours next. I'm going to look at Michigan's schedule
0: 48 to 10.
1: Oh, okay. Quorum's out. Doesn't matter. The dude ran for 200 yards in the second half against Ohio State. Um, okay, so that's a good defense. That's a good defense. So they've only played two good defenses from the West. They went with a bad defense. IU that they held them to 23. Them.
0: Michigan's defense is twice as good as IU. 23 divided by two is what? I think they score... <sighs> It was 11 and a half. 11 and a half not a real score. So you take that down and it's 10 points.
1: Closer, the game's closer than what the score the, the game is closer than what the score is.
0: Give me Michigan. It's seven the spread 17 and a half.
1: Okay, ten, take Michigan with the points. Michigan 42, and I, I I cut it down. Michigan 42 Purdue 17. But it's closer than what it sounds.
0: The only I reason have, I picked
1: that the only reason I picked that is because they beat the Dollars off of Penn State
2: with almost the exact same score. Um I have it 28-13 Michigan midway through the fourth they get a late touchdown and like a pick six see i have a 42 13 see
1: that's that's what i mean closer than what it sounds but you know Purdue's in it for a little bit i think maybe a quarter and a half maybe maybe into halftime and then something's got to go bad at this game
0: this game is early or done early we're talking wait. 17 nothing in the first quarter I would
1: feel bad for my friends that are purdue fans I would feel bad for them but I would oh, feel boy. so good for myself that I don't have to, I don't have to watch it I don't have to be nervous butthole the whole time like I don't have none of it because if there could be anything worse than right now than them sitting here flaunting around their completely overranked basketball team and that would be for them to do that thing with the basketball team and the effing Big Ten championship, and then going to play Michael Penix in the Rose
0: Bowl. Like, I could not deal with that. And no, Penn State's it. already going to the Rose Bowl. We'll talk about that next week on the show because, um, if you don't know, like, uh, like the Rose Bowl, assume I'll just talk about it now. The Rose Bowl assumed Ohio State or Michigan would go to the Rose Bowl. They don't want to accept Ohio State at this time because they already made like arrangements with like boosters and everything on either one of those sides. So, Penn State is going to the Rose Bowl. They've like already been officially, like unofficially invited.
1: Yeah, I guess if just because you're the loser of the Big Ten championship doesn't mean that you go to no. the Rose Bowl. I guess that makes sense. That makes sense. No. Okay.
0: Nope just real
1: quick it worked um, out real well for them last time they were there so
0: uh i'm just gonna say this already um for you guys um because i'm obviously gonna support i'm not a i'm not a football fan i'm a soccer fan but um i will be watching uh the world cup the first game i didn't i didn't watch any other game but i'm gonna go to a soccer watch party so i will be starting to drink at 10 a.m on Saturday and then the Hoosiers play at four o'clock. So I will be continuing that. I am going to be so just out of my gourd for that Michigan Purdue game. Just, just, just be ready for it. Seth. What, what um, wait for the texts. What just central Connecticut
1: state Christian tech team does IU play this week in basketball? The Rutger. Yeah, oh. it's
2: big 10. That's the big oh. 10 uh, jam up.
1: Damn. We're going to start and one in the big 10.
0: Yeah, we, we don't win in New Jersey. New Jersey. We just we don't can't win. beat football or Football or basketball, we don't win in New Jersey.
1: We just can't beat them. I don't get it. I told you this. I didn't say it on the pod. Geo Baker was on a – maybe I did say it on the pod. They were done. Geo Baker was on uh, Jeff Goodman's, Goodman's podcast, yeah. and he said something along the lines of, we were never scared of IU. We beat them eight of nine times. Yeah. I was like, that is embarrassing. <laughs> But either way, okay, speaking of embarrassing us, you can check us out on Twitter. It's at PodcastLEO. Um, Be sure to download, rate, review, follow on all of our platforms. Maybe I'll do a little bit of live tweeting on the on the Twitter for the Purdue game. Honestly. Ooh, should I? Well, maybe, you should. <laughs> oh, no. maybe you
0: should. We'll get
1: you the we, – we've kept the login away from them for so long. We'll This, change is, the this password is true, <laughs> listeners.
0: They have not allowed me on the no. Twitter. They have not.
1: We'll change the password on Sunday. But oh
2: no
0: <laughs> Either way, love we'll you guys, Elio 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 Awesome day, Elio Thank you so much, Rick I appreciate that, Elio Alright, great, Elio Appreciate you guys, Elio You're welcome, Dave, have a great day, Elio Have a great day, Elio Appreciate you being here with us, have an awesome day and Elio, oh, thank you so much, Elio Well, thanks so much, Elio Hey, thanks so much, Mike. Appreciate that. Elio. Appreciate you guys, man. Have an awesome day. Elio. Awesome. Elio. Elio.